Hey guys, welcome back to Houndwave. I'm Nate Block alongside Taylor West, and today we will be discussing the amazing Ravens win over the Patriots this past weekend. Yeah, Nate, I mean, this is one of the greatest, uh, I I think it's really one of the greatest wins I've seen the Ravens have, especially in the last, since Joe Flacco got here, but now we're on to a new era, as Lamar Jackson's Instagram would suggest. Um, Lamar had a great game. I mean, it was really impressive how he played. He had two rushing touchdowns and one in the air. Mark Ingram, the, the Patriots' run in defense was just abysmal. abysmal yeah. um, it was terrible. Um, and their offense, you know, the Ravens' defense seems to be starting to play well. The defensive line, although giving Brady a lot of time, you know, they got they had two sacks, but also they, they stopped the run. They, they, Sony was they stopped the run. Sony was limited, but the Patriots didn't really run the ball yeah, that didn't. much. Um, the Ravens ran the ball 41 times for 210, and the Patriots ran it for 17 for 74. Mm-hmm. You know, which isn't a bad average for the Patriots. They just chose to pass the ball a lot more, and that yeah. chose detrimental um, to them. As Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu both having great days, um, seeing Mohamed Sanu get into that offense is yeah, I a mean, scary thought. Personally, I get that they like statistically both of them had very good games, but if you watch the game, they were really held to like minimal, like they would catch the ball almost every single down between the two of them. It was almost every play. It was either yeah. Sanu or Edelman. But the, the thing that was concerning about from the Patriots and it was they had no big plays. Every uh-huh. single one was a little dink pass for eight yards. And the one that Brady tried to do got intercepted by Earl Thomas. It was overthrown by about five yards. Yes. Really a poor throw on his part. Um, but really going to the Ravens side, Lamar Jackson with a great game. And Nate, this game kind of, if it hadn't been talked about before, like this kind of solidified his MVP candidacy. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, the when being at the game, it felt like almost like a playoff atmosphere. Yeah. And the way that Lamar handled himself, he looked no different than he would in any other game. And even after the game, he talked about how, yeah, it feels good to win the game, but I don't care that it's Tom Brady. I don't care that it was the Patriots. I don't on care Cincinnati. that they're undefeated on to Cincinnati. And I just think that shows how mature he is, how well he is playing this year, and that he really – He's doing what he said he was going to do. He just wants to win. He's a competitor. Yeah, and this week, you know, they the Patriots did a good job of containing Lamar on the run, although he did escape for a couple 10-yard runs. He only averaged for about 3.8 yards per carry. But, you know, when you can lock down Lamar Jackson on the run, you're not going to be really able to mark, lock down Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram averaging 7.7 yards per carry. No touchdowns, but he had that long 53-yard run. And, you know, we can talk about a lot of momentum shifters in this game. The Ravens go up 17-0. But then Cyrus Cyrus Jones did fumble. And I was actually surprised to see that he wasn't cut yesterday because we did add kick returner and punt returner and wide receiver DeAnthony Thomas Mm -hmm. from the Chiefs, whose speed is electrifying. Yeah, we did. But we dropped Maurice Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was surprised to see that. Um, Maybe they still have some hope left in Cyrus, although he has not had a great year so far. But, you know. We'll see. Hopefully he improves. Gilman guy. Yeah. Taylor, I don't know about you, but I truly believe that if Cyrus Jones doesn't fumble fumble that ball there, the Ravens go up, I think, either 24-0 or 20-0. Well, certainly it's not at, at one score game at the half, I don't think. No, but I, I really – I think that if that drive had ended in a touchdown, this could have been like a major blowout. I really believe in that. Yeah, and I mean, it, it wasn't a major blowout. I wouldn't call it that, but – it was not. It was not very close. Yeah. Even though it was close in third quarter, but then Marlon Humphreys touchdown off a fumble. You know, 
really helped. And he is yeah. just having an excellent year. He had, he didn't do a great job covering Edelman, but really restricting him to shorter gains was what he did really well. Absolutely. And Marlon Humphrey actually has more touchdowns this season than Odell Beckham. Did wow. you know that? I did not. That that'll be something to show shove in the face. I know they've been they had some beef in week four yeah, against um uh, against the Browns when the Ravens lost. But on to Cincinnati, as we said, um, you know, this shouldn't be a tough game for the Ravens, but you know, we've had trap games in the flat past with Flacco and he really played down to his opponents. And, you know, I'm really hoping that the Ravens do not they come out firing on all, all cylinders. And I think they will. I think they will. The Bengals are averaging 16 points less per game than they than the Ravens, which yeah. is tough to believe. Yeah. Oh, I think we've mentioned this before, but I'm just going to keep on talking about it. The Ravens play very well against young quarterbacks, and Andy Dalton is not starting this game. Yeah, Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley is starting this game, and historically, the Ravens love to just put a beating on quarterbacks that are not very experienced. They almost never lose to them, although the Bengals are one of our weaker points in the past couple of years if you look at what they've done to us, destroying playoffs hope with Tyler Boyd and people like that. But also, one interesting thing to think about is that A.J. Green has been dominant against the Ravens his entire career. Yep. And there's a chance that A.J. Green will play in this game. Yeah, that'd be ideal if that didn't happen because, you know, A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd is a very good and, – and a guy who's kind of coming on for the Bengals, two guys, on tape. Alex Anderson and Alex er- Erickson and Auden Tate. Auden Tate was just absolutely burning the Ravens. But, you know, th- hopefully that's where the Ravens' secondary depth comes into play. I mean, they have four corners that could be – you know, thought of as one or two corners on most NFL teams Um, to have Jimmy Smith back, who actually played really, really well yesterday uh, or sorry, on Sunday. I mean, he played incredibly. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's because of the matchup he's having. But really, it was it was Peters who they were targeting and Peters didn't have a great game um as they were pretty much targeting peters when he was on edelman and when he was on sanu so hopefully we can see something better from him maybe we'll see jimmy smith or brandon carr come come down but what i saw was brandon carr kind of playing a more strong safety mm-hmm. um kind of filling in for that tony jefferson to sean elliott but one thing that we can mention nate our secondary was horrible up until tony jefferson's injury and i don't want to I, I love tony jefferson i don't mm-hmm. want to go against him anything but i it, it's just gotten so much better. You know, personally, I don't. I understand what you're saying. I think that's most likely just a coincidence. I think it's more that we did get the Marcus Peters edition. I understand that he did not have the greatest game on, on Sunday, but I just think the fact that we have a more well-rounded group of corners is really helping us. I think after the – we got our confidence back up on the defensive side of the ball after beating Seattle and mm-hmm. things like that. I think it's just calmed our defense down. I think our defense was – trying to do too much in the beginning games where we couldn't get any pass rush. We were going for the big plays every time, going for the interception, jumping routes. And I think now that we've calmed down, our defense is going to play a lot better. Yeah, and with corners, what I could see the Ravens doing this offseason is that I think that they that we will not see Jimmy Smith or Brandon Carr on our team next year. Even though they, they really do enjoy playing in Baltimore, I don't think – I having Tavon Young back as a slot corner, and I think we do keep Marcus Peters. We're going to have to sign him to a, some sort of big deal, but – I, th- I think we do. But, yeah. Okay. Um, well, for me, I'm going to give my opinion on this upcoming game against the Bengals. I think the Ravens win this one by pretty big margins, but I think the key to it is doing exactly what they did against the New England Patriots. Keep the ball. Waste time. Keep the ball and just play Ravens football. Yeah, they just got to run the ball. I yeah. mean, the Bengals' run defense is 
terrible. Yeah. They're averaging 177 yards per game, giving up on the run, which is just horrible. And that bodes well for the Ravens, who actually have the best run defense, run offense in the league. Yeah. With both Lamar, Gus, and Mark Ingram all back there, all speedy guys. So I'd really just look for Lamar to keep it to like 15 passing attempts. I don't think the Ravens, the Ravens really shouldn't spend too much time. Like, obviously, this is an important game. You just got to walk out of here with a win when you're six and two and advance to seven and two with a incredibly tough schedule coming up. Yeah. Um, you just got to win this game. But I, I just, I think that we got to get out of this game. No injuries, nothing wrong happening with the win and just walk out with an easy win in Cincinnati. Yeah. And I, and I think we will. I, I think the Bengals will keep it close. Um, but in the end, I think it's going to be right at the line, which is 10. I think the Beng- the Ravens will win 24 to 14. I think it'll be a little bit more high scoring than that. I'm probably going to go like 31-24 Ravens win by like 7, but I I this is honestly a matchup nightmare for the Bengals. Their yeah. their run defense is terrible. The Ravens run offense is the best in the entire league. I see the Ravens having a lot a lot of possession, a lot of run yards, and then I also see Lamar Jackson throwing the ball at the end of the game when we are winning. Bengals I believe are coming off of a week nine by so if that makes a difference for them or not they're going to be healthy they've got carlos dunlap back um so hopefully that'll help or i I don't really want to say hopefully but maybe that will help their run defense having one of their all pro d tackles back um but yeah nate do you have anything else to say about this game um i'll just have a hot take that markingham will have two touchdowns and 150 plus yards really yeah um hot take from you Hot take for me. I'm saying that uh, I think Hollywood Brown gets back into it. I think the Bengals without Drake Kirkpatrick is going to be a bad thing. Hollywood didn't play in the last game. And Lamar clearly felt a lot more comfortable having Hollywood back on the field. Um, I think Hollywood gets two touchdowns. Yeah. um, Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, tune in next week for another Ravens podcast.